welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. Start your day. This is Dave Nicole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning. We're going to resuscitate your passion through your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you because He wants to win with life, money, business. And we're talking about how to get to the right side of money. And we're talking about doing it the right way. And uh, we've got the scripture for you. And it's extremely powerful. You've heard it before. And it's Matthew 16, 26. However, I'm going to reference uh, also Proverbs 18, 16 for you. And I think that this will be extremely great. Uh, I think this is going to be extremely good for you to know how to choose money-making opportunities that you can stay in long enough to get to the right side of money. I want us to go to the Lord first because I know without a shadow of a doubt, many people, they get to... Um, they might be in the right opportunity and might be even on the right, right track, but something happens and they think that it's wrong and they quit and they never get to the right side of money. I've seen this way too often that I got to speak up. And so I want you to take note and I'm going to share with you how I choose opportunities um, that has taken me to the right side of money. Uh, did I know that in the very beginning? Not so much, but then after I created a system for how I choose opportunities, I have been spot on, and it's been extremely well. So I'm going to share that system with you, but I want us first to go to the Lord together. Father God, we come before you. We honor you because today is the day you've made, and we're glad, we're joyous, we're here in the land of living. Heavenly Father, I am just in awe of your amazing grace and your mercy that you have on us. Wow, how many times we make mistakes, and that still will not allow your love to die for us. But you gave us your son who died for us to live an abundant life. I thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit that woke me up in the spiritual realm that I would ask, seek, and knock for your way to build wealth. I am grateful, oh dear Lord, for what you have done thus far, and even if you didn't do anything else, I am just grateful. But as I know, that the more we know, the more you want us to do for your kingdom. And so on this day, as we're seeking for your kingdom to come, only through your will being done here on earth, as it is in heaven. We've acknowledged that you are the one that give us the ability to make bread. And so we want to give you your honor in each and every way. We love you, Lord, which means that we're going to do what you say. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I think today might be a great day for you to come in the queue if you um, if you'd like to. Uh, this might be 
sticking to it because there's no way that God who is all-knowing, all-powerful, the Alpha and Omega is going to create his highest creation, and it's wrong. I just can't believe that. I I know what the world tells us. I know the world tells us that you're not smart enough. You're not, um, you know, you're not the right color. You race, uh, you don't have the right religion or because you have a religion or you shouldn't have a religion or all these kind of crazy things and then say you are opted out of wealth or a great life. Can we just call that a lie right here together? Can we just say that's a lie? Lie you tell. Just go ahead and say it. Even if that was things that you said to yourself. And so I want us to go to Matthew 16:26, And I want you to put it in on Proverbs 16. I see people coming to you. That's a great idea. So Matthew 16:26 says, for what Profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Good question. You say, what's your soul? Your mind, your will, your intellect. Doing things for money or you're seeking out things for money that makes you feel less than, that also... um, demeans you or um, makes it like you're, you're, you're not even important or what have you, I'm telling you right now, you need to ask yourself some questions. Now, that can be a combination of your mind playing tricks on you, but at least you need to assess it. And then we go to Proverbs eighteen sixteen that tells you this is the secret. A man makes room for him and brings him before the great. Trust me, when you start going before the great, you position yourself before the great in an environment where there are great people and you have the opportunity to excel. If your gift, I'm going to tell you what your gift is. You think that it's about because you can sit and dance. Like Michael J. I'm not I'm not sure. And I'm not talking about Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. I'm not sure. I'm I'm gonna tell you something. It's a gift that everyone has. And Jeremiah twenty nine eleven proves it. You go and write that down and you go catch that one later. So I have the question for you. How do you decide on the best opportunities for you and your family? I put the word best there for a moment because you got to identify, well, what's best for you? How do you decide that? Well, there's a guide that you can create. I literally, I train the, the Pink Millionaire Club in the very beginning and even identifying some things helps people come around to what's best for them. Because if you keep doing what's not best for you, how do you expect people to give you, treat you, acknowledge you as the best. And you might think that being the best means that I do something better than somebody else. No, the best is you. 
you working on becoming the best you, and that's the best. That should be to the right side of money. But if money is your first or your main reason for how and why you choose opportunities, and you don't go deeper, and I'm going to give you how to go deeper, you're going to find yourself miserable or believing that you made a mistake. I've been there. I've had the opportunity to be in environments of super successful people. And I've heard it way too many times, even up to billionaire status, that when they took the road only for money, they found out some point in time that money wasn't really what they were ever after. And they go through all this unnecessary drama and all these things, and they will call it their story. But some of it I'll listen to and say, you could have stopped right there. You could have stopped right there. You could have stopped right there. You could have stopped right there to get to where you are now to discover that your soul was way more important than the money because you got to live with you every day. And so I'm going to tell you with there being so many ways to even say if you want to become a millionaire, so many ways to become a millionaire, almost every industry, there is a way for someone to become a millionaire. You just got to identify what is the highest place of value for the most frequent and easiest exchange. The highest place of value in that industry for the frequent And I would say the easiest exchange, and that has to be with leverage, right? Well, I'm I'm getting a sneak peek right here. So learn how to make the right decisions and identify the right opportunities is critical to get into the side of money. And most people have never been taught this. Yes, not be the glass ceiling, but if money is the main factor, Expect a lot of unnecessary drama. And I want you to own that drama because it's self-inflicted. So I'm going to share with you briefly my story, uh, my strategy, and not much of my story. I want to hear yours. You want to come in the queue, press star one. And I'm going to help you to create your system for making decisions. And so yesterday I talked about, on the last episode, we discussed, you know, really identifying a vision. Do you know how many people are lazy and just don't want to do the vision? And there is no profit in laziness, I am telling you right now. Like, I'm not talking about working like you're, you're, you're just laboring and whatever and drudge for work. I'm talking about your opportunity to tap into your imagination, your wildest imagination and come up with what you want to experience in life. And I'm telling you, when it comes from a deep place in your soul and deep place is not imitating somebody else's life, I've seen that often. And you got to be careful because even if you're close to someone and you see something that they have, be careful that you're not doing uh, in, in imitation, that you're just operating from inspiration and then you still are Taking a look at what you really want. Because when that happens and it's obvious, it, you're, you're heading down the wrong road. You're heading down the wrong road. I've seen it happen even for me. 
People are close to me, and then they now start trying to make their life look like mine. It's the biggest mistake. I don't care being a copycat. It doesn't matter for me because I am 100% authentic and on my purpose, but you won't be. And that's going to be difficult for you later on looking in the mirror and being like, I've come so far, I've wasted some time trying to look and be like someone else when my beautiful self was left undiscovered. So I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to do that. I, I just don't. It, it's, it's too costly, emotionally and mentally. And then it's costing you finances, too, because you'll come back around and be like, oh, I wasn't even on my path, when you could have been. So the vision, what do you want to experience in life? And I know for me, I always said that I wanted to work from home, mainly from the standpoint I love home. I can remember my grandma always being home. I can remember my grandma always being there. You come up the stairs and you could, you know, if she wasn't in her room praying, she would be, you could hear her feet. I could hear my grandma's slippers coming, you know, down the hallway. And, and I said, I wanted to be that. I wanted to be available for my children. I also wanted time to pray. My grandma would pray three times a day, um, you know, and, and she, um, the church was right across the street. So it wasn't about the church. It was about her relationship with God. And I can remember that. And I can remember now, you know, her cooking breakfast and then cooking uh, dinner and us sitting together. And those are the sweetest memories for me. And I don't remember her complaining or squabbling about money. Now, she owned a home. She Some things happened. And you know, unfortunately, some decisions that were made, um, she didn't have the wisest counsel later on, but the memories were so rich for me that I said I wanted that. And now here I am working from home and the idea of the vision of I wanted to be available, especially when Caden got into middle school, because I see middle school and high school, that was the hardest times for me. So that was important. And um, I didn't want to have to be hustling and bustling in traffic. So I kind of wrote those things down and I did want to be able to travel when I wanted to and not have to be scraping up coins to do it. And I wanted to be able to live where I wanted to live and drive what I want to drive, but not for the thing of status. It was just, I didn't feel that abundant life is being denied of things that you really want. So you got to identify what you really want. And, and so I, that means that I had to not be able to be on the grind 100%. So I need to ask myself also the question of, could it be something I love to do? Can I do what I like to do or what I, I love to do naturally? And I didn't know I liked to speak and I didn't know I liked to train, but I, I was a speaker and I was a trainer all the time. And so it allowed me to be able to operate in my gifts that actually has brought me before great people and it's because you can do it. When it's in your gifts, you can do it. And guess what was the biggest gift? It was my stories. It was my challenges. It was my trials, my tribulations. People love to hear stories, and they love to hear people triumph over stories. So is it an opportunity where you can triumph over your current situation? Is it something that would make your life better and also at the same time help other people's lives be better? So you won't lose your soul. You won't operate in guilt. So you got to ask yourself that question. So if so, will it conflict with your current vision? So if you say this is what you want, are you choosing things that takes you further away from what you want because it may be more money? Did you ever look at what you already have and say, can I earn more money in there? Are there opportunities there that I haven't discovered or I haven't uncovered or I haven't pursued? And then is it conflicting with your values? Is it feeling icky? 
Like, are you are you now? And and if you are, are there ways that you can adjust that? Can you change your crew? Can you do? Are, are there ways that you can make sure that however you're earning your money, that it's not conflicting with what you believe, or someone's making you not want to believe what you believe for profit? You got to ask yourself those questions. And then is there leverage? Leverage. Can you do more with less? Is it going to require you to labor all the time or for a certain period of time where you can create goals and, and, and you know you got to put in the work, but at some point in time, will there be automation so you can be on the beach and really have be present on the beach? Could it, could it be at a time where you're at your kid's game or you're at church or wherever you are and you're present with where you are? You're not, your mind is not wandering to work because you feel like if you're not there, everything is crushing? Could you adjust that? I've had to do that. And I am even currently doing like some of the things you accumulate, you say, oh, do I really need that? Do I really need all that to do what I really want to do? And then you got to look at and say, your time. Would it ever allow you to have time? Do you know that visionaries, people are paid highest at the level of, of vision and influence. And so if all you're doing is working your body and you never get an opportunity to be alone with your mind, you only get paid at a certain level. So does it give you the opportunity to get there at some point in time? And so you start thinking about that leverage. It has to be in there for you to get that time. You have to have ways that you're leveraging time. That's why we talked about yesterday, hey, putting money where it goes to work. But first, you got to go to work to earn the money. So you can put the money where it goes to work. But some people keep having interruptions in earning the income. So the outgo exceeds the income, and they stay in a rat race, and you won't experience what you really want. And then now you can look at the investment. Not how much does it cost, not I can't afford it, but what's the probability of the return? How high is the risk? Am I there yet? I, I, I shared, you know, about myself going shopping. I said stocks, financial opportunities. I don't get in depth with that because I'm not giving you um, financial advice. Inside Pink Mania Club, I share a little bit more about my portfolio, but I just need you to know that, you need to get help with that. If you're new at that, you can't go in blindly. That's the perfect way to lose money. Go find you a fiduciary. I talk about that all the time. Find someone who they're bound by laws for your best interest. And so literally, you know, I can make a call to my, my firm that works with my finances and say, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at that. Then I have my own play money that I've been growing significantly and loving to do it. But there's no way I would put my primary, um, you know, money that I'm looking to invest for my retirement and looking for the short term, you know, living off of the passive income. There's no way I'd put that first into something highly volatile like, you know, individual stocks or like, you know, the cryptocurrency or whatever. That's not the first places I would go, especially if you already don't have the other foundations in place. I just wouldn't because you have a higher risk of losing and, and you're already not where you want to be. So I, I encourage you to get the assistance. Don't be cheap 
in that area and you're saying you want to go to the right side of money. That's, that's, that's a contradiction. And just the same way how people want to say, I want to earn a lot of money in an opportunity, a business, but you want to put but little money, little time, little effort, little talent in. It's not going to work. That should be conflicting with your soul. And then the, does it conflict with any other opportunities I have? And will it take time away from other income-producing activities that I already have in line? That's why goals are important. You understanding milestones when you're creating your goal, knowing what is it going to take for me to get there. And then also, when you know what is it going to take for you to get there, you can easily identify distractions. You can easily identify things that take you away from there. And, and even though it might be a good opportunity, it's not the best opportunity for you because it doesn't pass your litmus test. It doesn't pass your strategy of how you create your opportunities. And therefore, guess what? You'll find yourself talking to certain people less. You'll find yourself hanging out in certain places less. You'll find yourself being easier for it being easier for you to decline something, even though it means a lot of money. And, you know, and, and I, that's why even in the last uh, year, some of the investments that I've made, you know, um, outside of the highly leveraged investments will allow me to still be able to use my gift, like the Best You TV, where I will create the television show that's going to help people understand more about money in a more, you know, natural way. And I say natural because it should be natural for you to manage and multiply money. It should not be this mystical thing. And so I've been asking for people to send me some names. I put the post inside the Power Moves Tribe and some names that you might think a great show like would be, I don't know, no name is not bad because I might combine something. I'm looking for your help. And um, not that you owe me anything, but I think that I add value to your life. If I do, if you're logging in and if you find it fit, I would love for you. If you get a name, come to, to, I would give you credit. I'd say, hey, so-and-so, I asked and this person gave me the name. I don't care about that. I just am looking for something that will bring the great value in the best UTP. I'm a co-founder with the program. They already have programs on there. You can download it from Apple and you won't even see me there. I'm like right now uh, behind the scenes, almost like an angel investor until my show come out. But all I can tell you is that that's why I invested in it because it's helping people become the best you. It aligns with my values. It doesn't conflict with my vision to actually add. I can bring my gifts to the table. It's highly leveraged that you see that the channel is already up and going and I'm not even there yet. So it's, it's already highly leveraged and it gives me time to be with my family. You know, we got three tournaments that'll be like out of town and I'm going to be able to travel with each and every one of them, which will be multiple days. Robert and I as a family with you know, we can travel and we don't have to think about, oh, wow, can we afford the hotel? Can we afford whatever? Can we afford whatever goes along with it? Because we planned that and it was a part of the vision to sometimes do what we thought we couldn't afford, which was a scarcity mindset, so that we can more than afford whatever we want later. So I'd love for you to open up. And tell me about how you make your opportunities and how you choose your opportunities or did this help you? Uh, I'm going to go to 480 last 47725. I haven't done this in a while. I'd love to hear from you. Press star one if you'd like to chat. 480 last 47725. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Queen. How are you doing this morning? I'm amazing, King. How are you? 
I'm doing fantastic. This is Jason Wolf out of Phoenix, Arizona, and I love coming on your show. Thank you so much for uh, pressing the button and allowing me to speak this morning. But you have poured into my life something amazing on this morning, and and I just want to share how I went from a scarcity mindset to where I am now. And when I first started my business um, over three years ago, um, I had no clue what I was doing. All I knew is I wanted to start a business. I was tired of the workplace always telling me I needed to work, you know, later than usual, coming earlier than usual, and then I would have no family time. And I was just, like, freaked out every day, tired, busted, disgusted, rested, tore up from the floor up, (laughs) you know. And so um, when I started my business um, with financial literacy, then what happened was I started learning how to become a business owner. I started learning how to prioritize my time. I started learning how to be around certain people that would influence me to be better, to be stronger. Um, but what happened during the, the, the process from there to now was I was always frustrated at where I was financially because I wanted to be at a certain spot and I wanted to be at a certain level, but I just didn't know what it was in my heart and my spirit and my mindset that was stopping me from getting there. Well, during this time, um, I was looking on the Internet and somebody was like, hey, if you invest this money into this, um, you're definitely going to get a return within a few short hours, within mm-hmm. a little bit of time. And I was like, okay, and that's uh, you know I'm gonna do that while I'm while I'm doing my um while I'm doing my business. And I got robbed. You know they took me for my money, and I was so upset and so irritated. And then I started questioning myself. I'm like, how could you um, put yourself in this situation to where? You're going to get robbed from somebody that in your heart of hearts, you just knew it was wrong, but your emotions were telling you that it was right. And God put in my spirit, he said, look at where you started and where you are now. And thank God I had an amazing business partner. He said, look at, look at where you started your business and where you are now. Just compare every month that you've been in. So I looked at my, my first month in January. It was it was. It was silly, you know, <laughs> money that would make people just want to, you know, say some bad words and, like, not go on with life. But then I looked at the January the year after that, and I was like, oh, okay, I see a comma there. Okay, okay. And then I looked at the third month of January, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I am actually heading towards my financial goals and doing what I'm doing, but I'm doing it and the time that God is allowing it. Because everybody has always said that when you put God first and when you're in a business, it's always self-development with a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And as I continue to develop more and continue continue to see what is in me that needs to come clean, um, I am becoming a better person. As a matter of fact, today I am celebrating my 14th wedding anniversary and we are stronger and better and just in a, a better place. I'm able to spend time with my kids. I'm able to go places without – I'm able to take my wife out for our anniversary without asking my boss if I can take the day off. So I wow. want to thank God for this opportunity. 
I just want to thank God for everything that he's doing, where I'm going, where my team is going, and what powerful things are going to happen this year. Happy anniversary, and that was such a powerful, powerful uh, testimony, so authentic because there was a turning point. I put in there, I always know that fast cash is big crash. Fast cash is big crash. Um, and I've seen it way too often to know that it's a law. Maybe it's, you know, hey, you're going to, you know, reap what you've sown and, you know, do not be anxious for anything. And, you know, if you're, you know, um, hasty is sure will choose to poverty. Being hasty will, will, will lead to poverty. All these types of, whether it's quotes or scriptures, that lead to the law of money needs time to mature, and so do we. When I see people even earn money fast and their mindset is not up with their paycheck, you could already predict there's going to be unnecessary losses and, like I say, drama. (laughs) Drama. But you'd be surprised on how some people live for drama. Because they haven't identified their clear vision. And some people feel drama is the same as excitement. Believe it or not, we love drama, don't we? When you hear the do-do-do-do-do in the movies, then your heart starts beating and you start looking up. You're perked up like, what's about to happen? But is that how you really want to live your life? Do you still want a, a lot of unnecessary drama moments? And by the time you get 70, those drama moments cost you a strong retirement where you could actually be 70 and go to the beach without walking down the beach because you're still worrying about paying your bills? What would you like? It starts with your vision. What about the core values? How many times did you sell yourself cheap? I'm going to say it. You can sell yourself cheap by even buying into rejection by not going out there and serving people. In the business, like you're, you just didn't get paid because you were unwilling to work on yourself and do the work required. You're selling yourself cheap. You could be earning so much more money and really loving it because you know how much fulfillment comes when you help people? A lot. Do you know how much income and the right opportunity when you help people? A lot. So fulfillment with increase in finance, that sounds like a good recipe where you can do that for a lifetime. I was watching Bob Proctor, who I think he's either 84, I think. I think it's even 84. And when you see him all in his right faculties and he's so sharp and he's training and he's doing, because he's not even doing it for the money. He's doing something that he loves. It doesn't compromise with his values. You listen closely to him. You know that he loves God. You look at John Maxwell, look at them. Guess what? They, if you look at the recipe I gave you, they're able to leverage, even though they're they're they would be considered senior. You see them on videos and they're in technology and they were able to grow with the times. They didn't allow the limitations. They still are having finance. I mean, it's amazing if you pay attention, it's all around you that it could be you too. So if you do it first for money, expect to be miserable. If you do it to make your vision come into fruition that God gave you without just trying to imitate somebody else's stuff, child, 
you're going to feel good, good. Thank you so much, Jason. That was amazing. Because when you start to talk about, you know, you think you're going to give money and just automatically, that's why the game stopped people. I was like, hey, that's good. I said, but that, that breaks all the rules of investment. It ain't going down like that. People looking at Bitcoin, people forget Bitcoin been around a while. It went down, it went up, and now it's up, going up. It'll do a little dip, but it paid its dues. That's how stocks go. That's how businesses really grow. You're going to go up, then you might go down. You got to make some corrections. Now you may have to get in front of the right people. You got to have the right connections, the right people believing in you. And then you now become great. Are you giving yourself time to mature in those areas, or do you keep doing the stop and go and pretending that you're not? You're not fooling anybody. Because you got to remember, your soul is always watching. And so is your spirit, God. I love you. Have a productive day.